Welcome to episode 5 of the Lonely Fan Sports Show. I am Josh Anderson. In episode 5, we'll be talking about the NFL Divisional Round, where I will be previewing them. So let's go. First matchup will be on Saturday. It will be the Rams at the Packers. It was a matchup that I did not believe it was going to happen. I thought it was going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Packers, but the Rams made the upset and will play the Packers. Do I believe the Rams will beat the Packers? No, I do not. To be honest with you, I don't believe Jared Goff will be healthy enough to beat the Packers. What I saw from the the Seattle Seahawks game is a Jared Goff just not accurate enough with that thumb to throw the ball. Because unless Cam Akers can have a great game running the ball against the Packers, which the Packers' rush defense is not as great as people think it is. I have no faith in the Packers' defense. I still don't. I, in the regular season, I don't think they really beat anybody realistically that I like have faith in them. But to have faith in them and to beat in the Rams, I do. But in terms of the rush defense, we'll see. But the Packers will probably win. Uh, I think Devontae Adams will have a solid game. Aaron Rodgers will probably be ready to play. He is extremely ready to win one more Super Bowl. He does have legacy questions on him. He does realize that he probably will face Tom Brady in the NFC Championship game. So he needs to beat Jared Goff because basically he is better than Jared Goff. And realistically, when you look at Aaron Rodgers, his last playoff runs have been putrid. Ever since, you know, I've been extremely hard on Aaron Rodgers because ever since his Super Bowl run, which I consider his Super Bowl run the greatest run of opponents ever because he beat Michael Vick. If Michael Vick threw the ball a little higher, the Eagles would have won that game, but he didn't, and the Packers won that game. And then, well, if you go to the next week against the Falcons, the Falcons weren't really a one seed that year. They played a lot of close matchups, but they really didn't have an offense because you really could tell because in the very next draft, they spent their whole entire draft um, going for Julio Jones. And then uh, during the NFC Championship game that year, they played against the Chicago Bears, which he beat a third-string quarterback. So realistically, and then he played the Pittsburgh Steelers, which I stu- still to this day have no idea what Ryan Clark was doing and Troy Palomalu was playing on one leg. So, either way, when you look at his run of the Super Bowl, I'm still not impressed. But either, you know, but he's still one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Is he the greatest quarterback? No, that's that's Tom Brady. I'm, he's not even in the same stratosphere as Tom Brady as some people would want to put him in. But either way, when you look at his quarterback performances, 2011. Didn't go well for him. He lost to Eli Manning and the Giants. Then he lost to multiple years to Colin Kaepernick. Then he lost to Russell Wilson. Now, I know that was a fluky play because of the special teams. 
But he still lost because he uh, underachieved. He probably should have put more points up, but the fact is that his offense did not. So when you look at he got blown out by the 49ers. He got blown out by the Atlanta Falcons. So this season is going to be his one of his last shots to get another Super Bowl. So if he loses to this Rams team with a quarterback who can barely throw with an injured thumb, there are a lot of questions, and they do have Jordan Love. Not saying that Jordan Love is ready to replace him now, but there are going to be starting those whispers of when is Rodgers going to be done. Now his contract doesn't really make it viable for him to be traded next year but the following year, the answer is yes. Uh, Packers are not... It's going to be really, really hard for the Packers to be running the ball on the Rams. So, realistically, this game is going to be on Rodgers to be throwing the ball. And, you know, they do have Jalen Ransby, So, we'll see if the Packers can. The Rams can keep this close because of their line. So, we'll see. If the Rams do win this game, it is going to be an upset, but it's going to have to be on their defense. What I said on my review pod is when I watch the Rams play on offense, and it's a, it's a, it's a weird flow. When they have a flow to their offense, and that's when Jer, um, Jared Goff has a flow when he's throwing the ball, and when they don't, nobody is able to disrupt that flow, that's when the offense is going. That's when he can throw the ball to Robert Woods and this to his tight end and Cooper Cup down in the middle of the field. That's when they win games. That's And that's how the Rams are su- successful. But typically when the Rams struggle is when they can't get that flow going and then Jared Goff gets horrifically inaccurate. And that's to, a lot of times that's when they, they lose games. Uh, when you look at the Super Bowl, Jared Goff couldn't get his flow going. He was wildly inaccurate. Actually, when you look at a couple of years ago, when he faced uh, Aaron Rodgers in that matchup in the regular season, that's why they almost lost. Um, and the special teams uh, cost Packers that game too. But either way, I do expect the Packers to win this game. And But we'll see. You never know. Upsets do happen, but I don't foresee one. In this game, the other Saturday night game is the Baltimore Ravens versus the Buffalo Bills. The last time I saw this matchup, when the last season, the Ravens were hot, going to be the number, were almost going to be the number one seed. Now, I thought the Ravens, the Bills probably were like the underman team, but this year it's flip flopped. The Buffalo Bills are the better team, and the Ravens are the underdog team. I do foresee that the Bills should win this game. It's going to be an extremely tight te- tight game because Lamar Jackson is the X factor in this game. Now, if the Bills are smart, they're going to force Lamar Jackson to throw the ball. Now, the one aspect of him throwing the ball is you have to cover in the middle of the field because typically Lamar... The one aspect where he can throw the ball is the usually the tight ends in the middle, and that's where the one defenses try to struggle, struggle as when the one-on-ones and Lamar can throw the ball 
when the tight ends are one-on-one with either a cornerback or a tight end. I don't really see him throwing the deep balls that much. But either way, uh, during the Titans game last week, Lamar got the long 48-yard touchdown run, and that really sparked the offense for the Ravens to win the game. If the Bills can avoid that, avoid running, and especially if Josh Allen can score points, what I've seen from the Bills so far in the playoff games with Josh Allen They seem to go stagnant sometimes, and that can be a problem because if they go stagnant against the Ravens, their defense will uh, be able to hunker down the Bills' offense. That's why the Bills, though, they got Stephon Diggs, and Diggs does show up during the playoff games. Uh, You know, he does have the Minneapolis Miracle. He had over 100 yards last week. So I do foresee the Bills winning. As I said in both podcasts I've done so far already, the one weakness for the Bills is their rushing game. If they are able to rush the ball at all, they will easily win this game. We'll see if Devin, Devin Singletary can run the ball at all. And hopefully Josh Allen doesn't lose his accuracy because so far, outside of maybe four games into the season, his accuracy has been staying put. Hopefully when the pressure is up in the playoffs, he doesn't go into any bad habits or anything. Haven't seen it yet, but hopefully he stands pat. Next game we have the Cleveland Browns versus the Kansas City Chiefs. On this one, I think the Browns will make it close early. Um, I think you could maybe make it close, maybe the first or second quarter. Um, The only thing, I don't think the Chiefs, maybe the first quarter, they come out slow, but you have to think about this. Andy Reid, there were two coaches I've always viewed as the best bye week coaches. That was Dennis Green and Andy Reid because those two coaches had the best coming out of the bye week win percentages And Andy Reid knows how to plan for teams. So with that said, I just don't foresee the Kansas City Chiefs losing to the Cleveland Browns. And no, I I just, I can't see it. I think the Browns, they got all their achievements they had. They got to the playoffs for the first time in 2002, and they won a playoff game. Those are the things that they have not done in years, and they accomplished it. Uh, Kevin Stefanski has pretty much cinched the coach of the year. Baker Mayfield has made more steps this year forward than he probably people thought he ever was going to. So I think going into next season, you still buffer the offensive line and you decide what you are going to do with Odell Beckham Jr. For the Kansas City Chiefs, you're looking at going back-to-back to in Super Bowls, the first time since the New England Patriots done it. It's going to be difficult, though, because you're going to go up against the Ravens or the Bills, which both teams are really, really good. And then you're going to have to go to the NFC against a Aaron Rodgers-led Packer team, or you're going to go up against uh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, which I bet if you face the Buccaneers again, that's going to be a better matchup this time around than the first time around. So either way, I think Patrick Mahomes, and people were bringing this up that Patrick Mahomes was playing worse down the stretch. You know, I think that's mainly a trend when you look at Andy Reid's Andy Reed's team. If you look at like a historical thing, even if you look at Alex Smith or if you look at even Alex Smith's stats, like all Andy Reid's teams start out hot at the beginning of the year 
and then they kind of taper off towards the end of the year. It's just one of those things. He It always happens. I, I don't know why it happens to Andy Reid's teams, but I think they needed a buy. They got it. They'll probably get even more hotter this time around. I think I'll be right about this one. Um, the only weakness for the Chiefs are is their defense. Their defense is not as good as last year, but I think Mahomes and the offense is better than they were last year. The one thing about the Mahomes offense last year that bugged me was like in the second quarter, like they were hot in like the first and third quarters, they were like dead cold. But this year when I have watched watched the Chiefs, I don't see those issues. I see that they score whenever they need to. They did have some red zone issues this year, but I think they can score whenever they need to. I mean, they got Tyreek Hill, they have Travis Kelsey. They got weapons all over the place, so if they need points, I, Mahomes can get the ball whenever they need to. I think the Chiefs will win this game, and if I didn't say who was going to win the game before, sorry, I think the, the Bills will win the game. Um, the final game of the night uh, for the playoffs is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New Orleans Saints. For this game, I know people are going to say they... Oh, the Saints are going to win. Um, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win this game. I think Tom Brady are going. Tom Brady is going to elevate the Buccaneers over the New Orleans Saints, and that is the reason why the Bucks signed Brady. Now I understand that the Buccaneers have only beaten one team over 500 this season, and that was the Green Bay Packers. But I think during Week 16, something was discovered. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense has looked much better. And they have been scoring much more points. And they have gotten much, you know, they, much early and often. Because the reason why they struggled throughout the season is not because they have not been able to score points. It's because they have been unable to score points early. So when they've fallen behind is because they keep going three and out, three and out, three and out. And when other teams are able to score points, they're down like 17 nothing. So it's just hard to come back from that. Tom Brady's great, but you can't. it's hard to come back from 17-24-0. So if they are able to score points early against the Saints, it's a ball game. Because I just I don't see enough from Drew Brees to be able to do anything. He just cannot. I like Drew Brees. I really do. But he just cannot throw the ball down the field. And even and all you have to do is just make sure that he just magically doesn't throw the ball over 20 yards and you're good. Um, Michael Thomas, you still don't know if he's still good off the injury. Alvin Kamara, he's great and all, but we'll see if he's good off COVID. The let's face it, the Bears, the Bears are just not a good team. They're not. Really can't. Anyway, when it comes to the Saints, uh, we'll we'll have to see. Um, Drew Brees is the key. The one thing about the Saints this season, I watched both games. The first game when the Saints played the Bucks, I think that was more of it was Brady's first game. He did look better in the second half. You know, you really don't know about the first game. It was the first game off COVID. They didn't get a regular training camp. And then the second, the second game was just one of those games where 
Tom Brady just didn't have a shot, and the team was just done for. So hopefully the third game, everybody has everybody's clicking. Mike Evans looks healthy. Godwin and Brown are clicking, and you just hope the running game for Tampa Bay shows up. So I think the NFC Championship game will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Packers, and it will be the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs, and it will be a great championship weekend leading up to the Super Bowl of the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I cannot wait for the GOAT versus Mahomes. It will be an outstanding Super Bowl and a great way to see 2021 and getting rid of COVID. So, well, that's it for this podcast, I think. Well, hold on, wait a minute. Um, I guess there was some big news that came out today. Um, Doug Peterson was fired from the Philadelphia Eagles. That was that made pretty big news. The reason why that kind of hurt me more than anything was because the fact of the matter is is that I am a Minnesota Viking fan, and I had to sadly watch that 2017. NFC Championship game, and that was extremely frustrating to watch. Um, Nick Foles just magically throw the ball down the field on the Vikings, and I'm also a Tom Brady fan, so how to watching that Super Bowl was also terrible. So I just I don't understand how that coach got that team so red hot, and then they magically were able to beat the team, and now five years later. They're magically fired, so I just that infuriates me that that even happened. Um, we'll see what happens with the Eagles. Uh, there's always rumors and everything. Uh, I think what happened the final season, the mismanagement of Carson Wentz's career. I think that what really got on the owners when the owners saw the players' reactions on social media interviews, and then just like pulling out for the third string quarterback there's no reason why Jay, um there was no reason why Jalen Hurts was uh benched or anything uh he should have stayed in the entire game i understand trying to get a better draft pick but that was extremely embarrassing that week 17 game the nfl should have been embarrassed to even put that game out there for the national audience I understand a better draft pick, but you're trying to entertain people, and that was not entertainment at all. Uh, Thank you for this preview podcast. Um, My next podcast will be reviewing the divisional round, and then I will do a separate podcast for a snowcross review and supercross review. Thank you, everyone, again for all the downloads, and I will see you then. Thank you.